What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Ladaris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. It is, it's March Madness. Uh, let's just kick it off with that. I mean, I feel like there's no better starter for that. You know, we are in our rec basketball playoff. The playoffs now, I mean, win or go home. And then also, you know, college March Madness, which is Illinois has already lost by this point. So that's very mm-hmm. upsetting for me. But we are in a bracket challenge together as a family. So there's there's some huge basketball implications today even. What are your expectations for a rec basketball game today? Man, I mean, obviously we're playing a team that we know and love, you know, but it's war when we're on that court for those 40 minutes. They're not friends out there. You saw that Redeem Team documentary. You saw Kobe run through Pau Gasol, set the tone. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but we're not friends for 40 minutes. Yeah, we've already had that moment as well, you know. I I hang out with these guys like every weekend almost, and I was the first player like two minutes into the game to get a technical, so got pretty much ejected from the game because you're not allowed to go back in. So, I mean, I feel like I've set that tone already. Will I do it again? TBD. So I'm hoping it's a good game. Our season hasn't been the greatest. We started off better than last year. Things have taken a turn for the worse and it hasn't been the best season. Um, But I'm just ready to go out there and play today. Whatever happens, happens. Then, you know, on to the next one. But let's talk about March Madness college basketball for a little bit. Like you said, we're in a bracket pool with our family. We both have Alabama winning. Any other big picks here? What are you expecting for the rest of the NCAA tournament this year? I mean, I I've, I feel like there's no tell to it. Um, I had Duke lose yesterday. That was one of my bigger teams. Kansas as well. That was one of my final four teams. But mm. all in all, I think this year just it comes out to Alabama, you know? Mm-hmm. I got Alabama versus UCLA. I don't know why. I'm just a writer for UCLA ever since I saw them play. Uh, in the Elite Eight, they beat Michigan in Indianapolis mm-hmm. in 2021. I was like, okay, I'm with UCLA. And they have, you know, a few of the big pieces from that year with Jaime Jaquez and Tiger Campbell coming back. So I'm just high on them for whatever reason. So I'd be like, oh, yeah. I saw them play, you know. So and it, UCLA does pretty good. Other than that, I don't know why I was a Purdue believer. I also, like, just have not watched college basketball. So my picks kind of are, like, meaningless. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like anybody is, though. You could watch every game and be just as close as I am. So mm-hmm. it's kind of whatever. But, yeah, big on UCLA and big on Alabama. Yeah, there's definitely no tell to it, of course. You're better off just guessing each matchup. And you probably end up with a better bracket than someone like me who's watched it all year. And, yeah, I mean, there's no logic to it whatsoever. So, mm-hmm. but – with that being said, let's get into our songs of the week. Let's let's get off basketball here. I'll kick us off here with the first one. To Pimp a Butterfly just celebrated its, what is it, eighth anniversary? Came out in 2015. And I had to give a shout out to a special song from there. I was Mortal Man. I listened to the album in full on its anniversary. And it's just such a great outro. Uh, it's a long outro. Like some people could maybe say it's a little bit boring because it's just drawn out. But so good. And it just completes the album and just shows why it's, one of the best albums of our generation definitely and i i love like a long extended outro maybe it's not necessary like the runaway outro for example maybe not necessary uh mirrors by justin timberlake that's another very long outro but like they're maybe not necessary to the the casual listener or something but it's just something that i appreciate so much Mm -hmm. even though there's no words being said anymore or anything but uh with that being said my first first track here i have new shoes by brock hampton uh I feel like I barely listened to the family since it has came out. Um, I don't know that Matt champion really snapped in this song though. I love the Osaka bar. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, that's not much to be said here. 
Yeah, it's a good track. I'm with you that I just have not really listened to Brockhampton too much. I feel like I did a really good deep dive on Brockhampton like before the last mm-hmm. projects came out. And I just kind of like wore myself out of Brockhampton. Like I just did too much right there. And then I was like, ah, I'm good on that yeah. for a minute. But I'm sure they'll have a resurgence here coming up. I feel like they make a lot of like summary music. So as it starts yeah, to get nice out, I feel like I'll be like bumping last... them a little bit more. Yeah, like last year they 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 dominated uh you know my my listening i think they were top three even um mm-hmm. so i mean the preparation was definitely way better than what what actually came so my next song of the week is the ride by drake i've been listening to this song so much i feel like this is a great driving song especially a driving at night song and i feel like every time i'm in the car at night i've been just playing it and it's been just a great song it's another long song you got the weekend vocals in there a little bit oh it's just a storytelling about drake's life at that point all the stuff he's going through such a great track yeah storytelling drake's top tier i mean mm-hmm. just it's just one of those phenomenal tracks it like kind of reminds you of like weston road flows where drake is just just fucking non-stop the whole song mm-hmm. it may not sound like like too rap like he's dropping bars or anything but it's just just elite storytelling so mm-hmm. um with that, with my next track here, a Drake track as well, off uh, the new project with him in 21 Savage, I have Circo Loco. This is, I just keep calling you Crody, and this is, that's all I wanted to say is Crody, turn me up, you know. Crody, turn me. It's such a great track. Have you seen the Kanye AI on TikTok? Uh, uh, no, I haven't seen the Kanye. I see like the Biden, Obama, and uh, okay. Trump one. There's somebody and they have an AI of Kanye, and they've been just putting his vocals on all these songs. Like there's like a... Um, nights frank ocean kanye there's definitely a circle loco there's just all these songs and it's just crazy how like real it sounds mm-hmm. it really sounds like it could be kanye so i'll send you one but you gotta check it out yeah. my last song of the week is do you like me by daniel caesar been bumping this one a lot recently I listened to it in the car the other day just was really hitting and i'm very excited for the daniel caesar project coming up so had to give it a shout out today definitely great track there um, with my last track here, I have Hello by J. Cole off a uh, 2014 Force Sales Drive. I feel like this is kind of one that falls under the radar, and this is like a Cole we don't get anymore. Is Like, past four eyes only, we don't really get, um, you know, kind of like this lover boy, J. Cole. So mm-hmm. I just want to show some appreciation. It randomly came on. And I was like, okay, I kind of forgot about this. That's valid. Yeah, it's a good track. Not one I go back to too much, but I definitely had a big phase where I was bumping that track a lot. Like mm-hmm. when I was in high school, I definitely remember listening to that track, but I'm going to have to give it a re-listen because it's been a long time. Yeah, definitely good I, headphone music there. For sure. Let's get into today's topic though. Like we've been talking about all March and this episode already, it's March. It's March Madness. That means brackets. This is our third bracket of March. We're doing some music, some non-music. You know, we're music podcast predominantly, but we got to show some love to our other interests here. And I think a thing that the podcast was really built around was like our adolescence growing up together. And I feel like a lot of those memories are tied to TV shows, tied to music, tied to movies. So we had to go with a childhood TV shows bracket. It was going to be kind of tough and it was going to be a crazy long episode if we would have done, you know, 64 and done all the different channels and all that. So we're starting off today with just Nickelodeon. Half the bracket's going to be live action half the brackets going to be cartoons and then the best cartoon and the best live action are going to face off in the championship. It's going to be a banger. Uh, I'm definitely excited to get into this. First, I want to ask you though, I've seen a lot of talk about this on social media, especially like as we get older and as the kids that watch these shows get older and kind of develop personalities, 
were you a Cartoon Network kid, a Disney Channel kid, or a Nickelodeon kid, if you had to pick one? I feel like, because all the channels were together, it was like 61, 63, 64. Uh, back in the day, you know, we didn't have all these 200 channels or anything like that. We had maybe 60 channels in total. So I'd say primarily Nickelodeon. But then I would switch for switch to Disney during like the sweet life of Zach and Cody or sweet life on deck more in my era there. Um, and then I'd switch to Cartoon Network for some shows. Um, I'm trying to think of which ones off the top of my head. Chowder. I love Chowder. I think that was Ooh. Cartoon Network. Uh, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I mean, I tune into Cartoon Network and then even later into my childhood, you know, probably around the age 10 or 11, they brought in Disney XD. So mm. that was, uh, that was another one. Uh, Johnny Tess, that was another Cartoon Network one. Was that Cartoon Network? I think so. Yeah, I, that, I, I really like yeah, Johnny Tess. It was either Disney XD or Cartoon Network. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, but that's yeah, a classic. I, mean, I, I kind of rotated through them all, but if I had, I primarily rocked with Nickelodeon. Okay, I'm there with you that I was rotating. I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably be Disney Channel, though. I feel like I definitely leaned into the Hannah Montana, Zach and Cody days. Um but there's so many on this Nick bracket that brought me back that I was like, oh yeah, I was definitely rocking with those. So I feel like it's hard to pick one specifically if you weren't like crazy into yeah. all of them. But I feel like Disney Channel just had such an advantage with the movies as well. Like there's High School Musical, there's you know Camp Rock, all these movies that really take it over the edge. But some of the I best shows like on Nickelodeon. So I'm definitely ready to get into this bracket. Yeah. I feel like if you're really watching TV like us, if you were really digesting what, what was coming to you, if you were really uh -huh. watching you would you would rotate you had a rotation so you, would. you, could, yeah, you couldn't you just couldn't pick miss. one yeah yeah you're not watching I mean, a rerun of i mean that's, that's rush just for it yeah yeah that's just the cat i mean if you're casual whatever i get it but we we really yeah. did that we really did that let's get in the bracket though let's just run through the shows that are gonna be on the bracket starting with the live action side we got iCarly, victorious zoe 101 big time rush ned's declassified school survival guide the amanda show Sam and Cat and Drake and Josh. Then on the cartoon side, we got SpongeBob SquarePants, Rocket Power, Danny Phantom, Max and Ruby, Rugrats, Jimmy Neutron, Fairly Odd Parents, and Hey Arnold. A lot of good shows here. Want to give a special shout out to Avatar. Avatar almost felt like a cheat code. Like that's a show that I feel like a lot of adults even watch and enjoy more than some of these there's definitely adults that enjoy these shows but i feel like avatar is like an exception so shout out to avatar love that show but i wasn't rocking with that shit i had a sick feeling you weren't gonna rock with that show <laughs> that's another reason it was gonna be disrespected on this podcast and i will not settle for that and, and i will just i'll continue i'll continue to disrespect i wasn't rocking with that lame ass show for real I'm going to air out my feelings on these shows. I'm excited to see what lame-ass shows you're going <laughs> to talk about because these are all pretty solid in my opinion. But I think this is another episode where the age gap between us is going to be just yeah. so evident because, for example, like the Amanda show, that was like just barely into my era and it was definitely too early for you. So we'll see. But yeah, yeah it had to have a little mention here as a classic. So um yeah, this is a tough one. I feel like with TV shows, I ran these past a couple of people be like, what am I missing? And originally we had like the Naked Brothers Band. That was one that I was rocking with heavy, but I feel like the general population wasn't. I had their CD and all that, you know, I was I was in that for real, but I replaced it with the Amanda oh. show because that was oh. one that needed some love. I just, I had two, come to, two Cartoon Network shows come to mind. I was really rocking with Regular Show and The Amazing World of Gumball. So, I mean, mm. I just had to, I had to throw those in there because those were like classics for me, so... 
Okay, we'll definitely have to do the Cartoon Network bracket at some time, but that's another great example of shows that are just past my time. Like, I don't think I've watched an episode yeah. of either of those, but I had yeah, mine that, that was Rock that, that would Heavy be, with, yeah, like, that would be past your Codename time. Kids Next Door, Foster's Home for Imaginary I, Friends. Yeah. Like, I was rocking with those heavy, yeah, so. Yeah, I like both of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, you know, that's another one there. That, we got to do this Cartoon Network one, because I feel like they really have, like, just a ton of classics. I agree. And I feel like the Cartoon Network shows, right? Cult classics. Like they have yeah, heavy followings, like even to this day. But yeah, let's get into this Nickelodeon one first. It's going to be a good one. First matchup, we got iCarly versus Victorious. This is like an easy one for me, yeah. I think. It's it's iCarly. This, this is pretty easy for iCarly, but like a memory of Victorious. I like vividly remember like the premiere for that. Like, let me see when that show premiered. I remember watching that. It was like a nighttime premiere. Um so yeah, I mean, I just needed to throw that in there. But let me see when that show premiered. 2010, so I'd have been nine years old. I was in third grade, I want to say. Like, that is something I vividly remember. I, I don't know why. I remember that whole night for some reason. It was just me chilling at home too. But yeah, core memory there. Shout out to Victorious. Yeah, definitely a solid show. But I, Carly, too many classic episodes. It was always coming right with the special guest appearances of celebrities. It was fire. So, I mean, we'll talk about it more next round when it gets to a little bit more of a tough matchup. But yeah, shout out to Victorious. Solid show. Uh, next matchup here, we got Zoe 101 versus Big Time Rush. You know, had to have Big Time Rush on here for oh. producer Devin. He's a writer for BTR. Uh, and, you know, they're definitely a music yeah. TV show. So it goes in with the podcast. So had to have them here. But with that being said, it's got to be Zoe 101 in my book. That's one of my favorites, I'll say. I got big time rush here. I really wasn't rocking with Zoe 101 like that. I was too young. That's the thing. That's where it's going to come in. Zoe 101, you know, it had that love dynamic between Zoe and Chase. It had Kyle Massey. Is that Kyle Massey or Chris Massey? Whichever one. The one was Corey in the house and then his brother. And he was just killing it on that show. You had Dustin, the little brother. You had Lola. You had, oh, Quinn. She was crazy. And then her and Logan linked up it was wild it was a good show so many classic episodes in my book i don't know but like you said i mean i think it's one I feel that like that shit wasn't even airing when i feel like that shit wasn't even airing in 2010 whenever i was vividly remembering these shows premiere uh, i got a classic memory about zoe 101 actually i mean like you said it didn't have the longest run and i think a lot of that had to do with the fact that jamie lynn spears who played zoe got pregnant and you know this is going to go back to the second half of the house to the core our grandma used to get star magazine just every week and i would be flipping through that i was up to date on all the celebrity gossip like it'd be going crazy and one thing i knew about was that jamie lynn spears was you know supposedly pregnant and i remember going to my friend nathan's house and this is when we were like 10 or younger probably and we were swimming and so his mom was out there watching us to make sure we didn't drown you know and <laughs> we're just in the pool and we're talking about zoe one-on-one i'm like oh yeah i saw jamie lynn spears is pregnant and his mom was like ah <laughs> like maybe switch the topic because that was like you know something you probably weren't supposed to be talking about when you were like 10 but yeah so like you said didn't have the longest run so yeah the, those star magazines here, are classics you just opened up me. a you just opened up a core memory with those star magazines. I used to just be like, yeah, like you said, just fucking in on all the celebrity gossip. I'm okay with moving Zoe one on one up, just but I didn't just I'm just gotta let you know I didn't vibe with it like that. So okay, I gotta see it move on here. BTR, yeah, that's number one. That, that's another one I remember premiering. You know, that was a great show there. So 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't watch BTR as much. I caught episodes yeah, here and there. I thought like it was fucking, solid. You're like a senior in high school when it came out. <laughs> exactly. That's I, I hope you weren't fucking kicking it on the couch watching, <laughs> watching Nickelodeon. I know. I was watching Workaholics at that point. I, I didn't have Disney Channel on anymore. Nickelodeon on anymore. Uh, let's move on to the next matchup. We got Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide versus The Amanda Show. This is a tough one. I know you're not going to rock with The Amanda Show because it's way before your time. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah, and Ned's is like, that'd be like one where like nothing else is on, so I'll tune in. So the, I, I really got no attachment here. Like, you're really putting on these fucking 90s shows in here. And I was born in 2001. <laughs> I don't know. The Amanda Show was definitely still on. I feel like it was on at night into our, you know, younger years. But yeah, with like I'm George going Ned's Declassified here. Yeah, exactly. That's what I showed uh, my sister Lauren the bracket, and she was like, are you going to have like Nick at night shows? Like, you know, you had full house, you had George Lopez and those are cheat codes because those are yeah, some of the best shows that were on that channel. Uh, they were more like adult based shows, but yeah, I think we got to go Ned's here. I mean, I'll just say that Carmela Anthony never made an appearance on the Amanda show. And for that reason, it's gotta be Ned's classified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's was a classic. I just, I didn't really, it was like another one that was kind of out of my era there. Like I'd watch it sometimes with you guys. I remember, but with you and Lauren, but yeah, I mean, outside of that, I wasn't really vibing with it. That's crazy. Let's move on to the next matchup. This is another one where the age gap might be interesting. Sam and Cat, a show that I never really watched, but I feel like was probably more in your time, especially with the victorious years, the post iCarly years. And it's going to go off against Drake and Josh, which it's easily Drake and Josh here. I don't know how you're. Oh, feeling. for sure. Yeah. Easily. And like weirdly, like these, these shows are in the same universe. Or no, I guess they wouldn't be because uh, Carly's technically not. What's her? What's what's the fucking name of Drake and Josh's Megan. little sister? Megan. There we go. Well, there's a conspiracy not, theory. Yeah, that she conspiracy. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I was around for for Sam and Cat those years, but that shit was hot ass. I mean, I just, <laughs> I just had to let you know. <laughs> okay, I'm glad because I thought so too. <laughs> that felt like a money. It was grab. definitely like past my time. But like, if I caught an episode like at Ma's house or whatever, I was like, this show is trash. Like, Area, especially yeah. after seeing the shows that they came from, you know, Victorious <laughs> and iCarly, you were like, okay, like those are good shows. Maybe there's potentially there wasn't. I mean, and I love Ariana Grande and everything, but her cat character and Victorious is annoying as fuck. So I don't oh, know why she got it. I don't know why she was. got her fucking own show. So yeah, no, then, that character I mean, was ass. Like Sam was okay and iCarly. She she played her role, but she she didn't need her own spinoff. No, she definitely did not. She was solid. She held it down for Carly, but she's always gonna be a pip, and she's no Jordan. Yeah, I mean for sure. Like like she, she's a Kobe. She's not a Shaq. Mm. And Cat Cat's just like a Draymond Green. Like Cat's just out there. She's the <laughs> yeah, only like, because of Victorious ju- or Victoria Justice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Facts. Tough. I mean, I make a spinoff about like Andre or something. I loved Andre. Exactly. That was, he that was a fire down. character. Yeah. He held it down and now he's had a good music career. So shout out to him. But yeah, that show's trash. Let's move on to the right side, the cartoon side of the bracket. First round, we got SpongeBob SquarePants versus Rocket Power. I'm definitely SpongeBob here. SpongeBob's like my favorite ever. So I'll, I'll just start that off. SpongeBob is elite. Uh, I think today when i was like going through this bracket and getting some opinions i realized that it might have a little few more haters than i thought it did you are out of pocket to hate on spongebob like that shit's just weird to me it is um i feel like 
there's so many episodes that people still reference to this day. It's still going strong, I think, with new episodes. I obviously haven't seen yeah. a new episode in a long time, but I think it is still hanging in there. And so that legacy is just crazy. But I feel like there's like a joke or a running joke or whatever that if you weren't a SpongeBob kid in real life, like that says a lot about you. Yeah. Um, and it says a lot about you. You're a really lame ass motherfucker, for real. For real. I don't know. People are showing their true colors if they don't like SpongeBob. And that's just tough to see sometimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, with that, like SpongeBob's kind of like popping up on my for you page, like, and I'm not mad at it. Like with like the South Park or Family Guy clips, like I'm mm-hmm. not mad. At, I'm ex- I'm liking it. I'm ho- I'm you know hoping more come. So, oh, it's definitely gonna be on mine now too, just because you said that. But stay tuned on that. I got a core memory of watching SpongeBob in college, like my friends, because we were talking about the episode with Bubble Bass or whatever his name is, and he's like, oh, "Still no that, pickles." Yeah, the guys are. <laughs> That's an op. But the still no pickles line was just, we were talking about that for so long. What, it was just, what's great. your favorite episode of SpongeBob? Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Cause there's so many and some of them like kind of blend together in my head, but they are like so iconic on their own. I feel like I'd have to go. The one that's coming to my mind immediately is pretty patties. I don't know. Why. Oh, I fucking love pretty. Pat- that's literally like, <laughs> that is my favorite hands down is pretty patties. So okay or the pizza delivery one of yeah course. Those that, are, that's a good those are one two too. classics i'm gonna go with one of those two pretty patty's 100 percent for me i'm glad i did because i didn't know how you feel about that one that's I, it is a classic so i would have stood on it being my favorite yeah. but i'm glad that it's up there that's been like favorite. my favorite since like forever like that's like one of the first ones i ever remember watching like loving so mm-hmm. i don't know why but i was just vibing with it for sure so fire let's move on to the next matchup here we got danny phantom versus max and ruby I mean, Max and Ruby made a resurgence, I feel like, recently. I feel like it's had some impact on meme culture. Max is just a killer. and That's some, He's you know, a menace. I know. And the sound that was just going crazy with the 21 Savage Core, he's like, he really quiet for real, unless he know you type shit. <laughs> yeah. He funny as hell, though. There was one of that with Max, and that was the truest <laughs> thing ever. I mean, he was he was really quiet for real, but he was also just a demon, and he was a great character uh it's max and ruby here for me it is also max and ruby here for me uh i never really vibed with danny phantom like that and max and ruby is still one tall the time i was about 14 15 16 years old maybe if my little siblings were watching it i would plop down and watch max ruby like i really like that was my favorite like little kid show so oh yeah that's a classic morning show too like watching that on a tuesday morning you're sick you're home from school before or after prices right you catch an episode of max and ruby that was yeah. a vibe definitely uh no nah, that's that's like caillou too i gotta show caillou some love mm, caillou that's crazy i forgot about him shout out to caillou let's move on the next matchup we got rugrats versus jimmy neutron i got Jimmy neutron here i mean rugrats is a little a little before my time i really I'm just i love guy. it yeah i'm i'm okay with rugrats moving on because I, I know that's like that's a classic for real like, but that shit was Aaron in like the nineties, like in 94, I was born in 2004 or 2001, not 2004. I, I, you're, you're four there. Got me 2001. Like we really like, I'm sorry if I'm disrespecting somebody's favorite show, but I'm moving Rugrats on here. I'm pulling the veto. I had Rugrats on VHS to date myself. I loved Rugrats. It was one of my favorites. Definitely. When I was a kid, definitely like in the early, early years before, you got some more of these live action shows being like my favorites, but it's definitely up there with my favorite cartoons. I, you know, it's beatable, but it's got to win round one. I remember uh, 
those little boxes like the Nickelodeon joysticks that you plug into the TV. Oh yeah. That you pull off the back and it just had the nastiest fucking batteries you've ever Corroded, seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That, that's just a core memory at your house. Just a big box of those. Disgusting. I think we had to throw them away because the batteries were so corroded. Yeah, they just, they're fucking but... eating through your fucking floor. <laughs> Bob was running. They had like a, I think there was a Danny Phantom game on that. Uh-huh, there was Sponge definitely Bob. SpongeBob with like a car. And then there's definitely one that I remember. There was a ton of them. Get into here. Yeah. Fairly Odd Parents. Last matchup of the first round, we got Fairly Odd Parents versus Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold, I'm going to guess was definitely before your time, right? Oh, for sure. But Fairly Odd Parents, this is like a show like I grew up with. Like they were making new episodes weekly and I was tuning in every week. Like Poof, I remember Poof being born, you know, that I was sitting right at Moss <laughs> in that in that chair. And Poof may have been like <laughs> like a little like out of your time. Like, he was probably, a probably, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> probably as you're transitioning out. But Poof, <laughs> like the this you don't remember that little kid? I don't know. It kind of sounds familiar, but I well, definitely I wouldn't remember the name. the name. I wouldn't remember the name. So that's fire. Yeah. I mean, Fairly Odd Parents easily wins here for me. I was just watching uh, one of the broadcast boys on TikTok and they were talking about the creator league with House of Highlights and they're playing. Okay. I kind of remember Poof. If you watch on YouTube, he pulled up a picture. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the creator league they're playing. It's like this 2v2 uh, basketball creators league. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but they have like Julian Newman playing in it. And one of them called him Juan Dissimo. And that was like the funniest thing ever because he got the little goatee. He got there. It was fire. Um, so yeah, that recent reference was just great. Um, Juan Dissimo, was a, he was an op though. I, I really wasn't fucking with him. So I I'm feel not like he fucking had with fit- Julian Newman either. Yeah, so. I feel like that yeah, kind of fits the narrative. It's a good comp. All right, Fairly Loud Parents moves on here. Let's move on to the second round. We got iCarly versus Zoe one-on-one. This is easily iCarly. I know you're not yeah. going to rock with Zoe one-on-one. We shouldn't even spend too much time. <laughs> uh, yeah, Carly Shea, Miranda Cosgrove was not here getting knocked up in the prime of her life. So yeah, I, for that reason alone, she's got to move on. Fumble bag. Yeah. Miranda Cosgrove was not fumbling the bag. She ran it up. Got to be her. Let's move on to Nedzy Classified School Survival Guide versus Drake and Josh. I know you weren't rocking with Ned, so it's got to be Drake and Josh. And I oh, think Drake, even if you were rocking with yeah. Ned's, it was going to be Drake and Josh because Drake that's, and Josh clears. Uh huh. That's an elite show. We'll talk about it next round, but it definitely belonged to the final four. We'll see about the championship. Uh, elite eight on the cartoon side, we got SpongeBob versus Max and Ruby. We gave Max SpongeBob. and Ruby their flowers in the first round, but it's got to be SpongeBob, right? Yeah. I thought your old ass was going to move on, Danny Phantom. So. <laughs> No, I like Danny Phantom, but uh, Nax and Ruby was just too elite. And I feel like it had a little bit of longevity. Like it just, it was really out here for a couple oh, of years. Yeah. So how do we Max and Ruby that round? But SpongeBob clears. Last matchup of the Elite Eight, we got Rugrats versus Fairly Odd Parents. I got Fairly Odd Parents pretty easily here. Like that's just another classic for me. That's why I was on Nickelodeon, you know? Yeah, I'm definitely cool with Fairly Odd Parents moving on. All I'll say, I love Rugrats. But designer didn't make a song after yeah. Tommy Pickles, you know, so it's got to be Timmy, Timmy Turner moving on here mm-hmm. to the championship or For sorry sure. to the final four. All right, let's get into the final four matchups. we got iCarly versus Drake and Josh. Oh, I feel like what puts it over here for me is the Drake and Josh movie. Like I was really sitting Ooh. here thinking about, about what, about which to pick. And I, that just came, came up in my mind. And I think that's what puts it over. I'm definitely going Drake and Josh here. That was just more my era. Like 
my entire childhood i feel like yeah. it was drake and josh and then iCarly was at like the later half but i really liked iCarly as well you know gibby phenomenal side character spencer he was always on just demon time yeah. always on some crazy stuff he always got his boy he got Sako. he got all these guys you had the guy with the bagels on the sticks i don't remember his name but there was just so many great like Evo. side characters yeah yes <laughs> there was just so many great side characters on iCarly but i feel like on drake and josh you had just as many with those nerdy kids craig and eric and a man i can't was, even think of any others but was, it was what's a, her name amanda the one that was a bitch to josh i don't remember what's her name the fucking you know who i'm talking about she's josh's, just a straight up she, she's just a straight girlfriend up, yeah she's just a straight up bitch the whole series <laughs> oh mindy <laughs> mindy okay i was close kind of amanda mindy yeah that was fairly yeah. close we yeah yeah, she was definitely like you couldn't tell whether she was an op or not, but she held it down and she was a good character. So the movie theater too. She played her a role. classic. Yeah, it's Drake and Josh. Let's see who's gonna face off against Drake and Josh here in the final four on the cartoon side. We got SpongeBob SquarePants versus Fairly Odd Parents. This is a tough one. This is a finals type matchup. Like, I don't. I'm broken. I don't know who to pick here. And I mean, I, it I, is the finals of the cartoons. We're talking about two of the best here for sure. I'm going with SpongeBob. The longevity that SpongeBob has had is just unmatched, especially for a cartoon. I think it just has more like iconic episodes, iconic moments, iconic quotes. Fairly Odd Parents was great. I loved it when it was on, but SpongeBob, I feel I'm like I'm rocking with Poof here. Ooh, so you're going Fairly Odd? I am. Um, I'm all right with SpongeBob moving on, but I'm going to give Fairly Odd Parents its flowers. I feel like the long long term storytelling that we got. They had a kid, you know, like there's some storytelling there, whereas SpongeBob is just a new episode every day, just changing. It's the South Park versus Family Guy argument. I'm rocking with Poof. I'm rocking with Fairly Odd Parents. You know, I'm coming. Timmy, Timmy Turner. You wish for the burner, you know. Mm. You know how many episodes of SpongeBob there are, like to this date? Uh, my guess would be 1,200. 282. Damn, that, that seems Doesn't low. that just seem like so few? Yeah, like, I feel like they're making new episodes, like, all the time, you know? They still do, but I think the thing is, like, there's just so many bangers in those 280 episodes that, like, it feels like there has to be more because there got to be a couple throwaways, but they're just not wasting time. And for that reason, I got to go with SpongeBob. Yeah. I feel like this is one where we should, like, call a third person in. I'm okay with it moving on just for the SpongeBob movie as well. That's that's another one that puts it over. Okay, so the movie about that really Jimmy Neutron, about that Jimmy Neutron and Timmy Turner collab. Oh fuck, that was tough. Calling That's tough. a third, calling a third person here. All right, let's call somebody. So we're we're recording for uh, something for the podcast here, and we're just trying to feel out the the vibes on votes here. Are you rocking with SpongeBob or Fairly Odd Parents? That's a tough ass one, right? Damn. I feel like Poof really like put it put Fairly Odd Parents over for me. <laughs> you like... love this little book of Poof, right? <laughs> What's up, bro? Mr. Krabs. He's just that moneymaker. All right. And Timmy Turner wasn't that guy. Like, designer ain't make a fucking... <laughs> designer ain't make a song off this dude? No. All right. Okay, so we're going with... Yeah, uh, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. I'm okay with SpongeBob winning. I just... I want to see how much I could sway the vote there. Okay, off the air, we got our second vote here. You just heard Mauricio with his vote. Shout out to our boy Mauricio for taking the call there. He went SpongeBob. 
we brought in a new demographic too. We asked our cousin JJ, who is 16. We asked him which one he was going with. He said it's a tough one, but he'd probably go SpongeBob. I think he, that goes with my argument vote, about the longevity. So we, we got we got condensed like the votes are the votes are he voted in our family group chat that he is fairly odd parents. So I, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if the kid can read. Um but he's just a boy, all right. I, I don't SpongeBob. know what I don't know what we're rocking with here more. So Maybe he thought about poof in the back of his head. So, <laughs> yeah, since he said SpongeBob poof popped into his poof poofed into his head, and he said, "I'm going with for that parents." Let's go SpongeBob though, just for the yeah, sake I'm, of I'm having something. That. All right, SpongeBob moves on. I thought this was what the championship was going to be the whole time. SpongeBob versus Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm rocking with Drake and Josh here. Nah, I'm rocking with SpongeBob. Actually, I I just thought about it. Oh, <laughs> that was a quick Waiter. switch up. That's a, that's a. <laughs> that's what that was like, a quick kind of, switch up but like like i i'm like i do that waiter thing i do that at the bars and shit like i really be do, like i do that maybe <laughs> twice a month so i mean oh, just for that man. alone i think it's so tough i would go drake and josh here uh, i think we leave this up to the fans then okay this is tough it's really comparing apples and oranges spongebob has way more longevity and I think that that could be a big thing, but I hate just leaving these brackets unfinished, but this <laughs> one's tough to finish. And I don't know if we're going to agree. I just think Drake and Josh, I mean, it's just elite. Like thinking back to some I'm of the ready. scenes, like I'm ready. I don't the know, hash slinging I mean, slasher, bro. I want the fans to decide. So you need to, you, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to convince you here. I know I'm right. So, Okay. I don't think you're wrong. That's the thing. Like, I could see the argument for SpongeBob. It has a great argument. Its resume is crazy, but just Drake and Josh just hit me, hit me when I needed it. You know, think about some of those iconic quotes. Like, that is not my job. Like, that's a great <laughs> line. You got. I was just looking through. Uh, we'll give them a special shout. Shout to my mom. Shout to my sister Lauren. Both their birthdays today. I was looking through my snap memories with Lauren to see, oh, like, what should I give her a poster on her birthday? And uh, there was one Snapchat that she had sent me and it was her like sitting in the back of our car with sunglasses on and like a blanket wrapped around her. And she said she feels like that uh, celebrity girl that like passed out or whatever during the movie premiere. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. And they were like just moving but, around like she was alive uh, or awake. And I mean, that was a great reference. And so that came top of my mind. It's 2023 now, you know. Are we really going to glorify a show with Drake Bell in it? <laughs> Bad point. SpongeBob wins. <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob can win. SpongeBob ain't, SpongeBob ain't got any of this extra shit going on outside of his show. He is a straight through guy. He's like LeBron, you know? <clears throat> SpongeBob can win. That was a good, that was a great swaying point there. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Drake Bell, trash human being uh, currently. So I'm fine with going with SpongeBob. Currently for all his life pretty much yeah probably but it's like just coming up now like when i was 12 i didn't think he's a trash human being is my point like i thought he was i thought he was a cool guy he was him on the show his riz was off the charts yeah (laughs) but now i'm like okay he had like pedophile riz he had sexual assault (laughs) riz whatever whatever uh yeah so it's spongebob i'm happy with that it deserves to win what do you think of Nickelodeon shows you do think of Spongebob? I think if you asked yeah. 100 people, Spongebob would be in like the first three. 
easily no matter the person whereas i think drake and josh might not be for a lot of people so okay i'm fine with that spongebob elite and like when we do start thinking about all these episodes the spongebob movie it's elite so i'm fine with that i'm glad we came to an agreement though because i didn't like i didn't like leaving it undecided we did that with the travis scotland last week you guys kind of settled it we didn't do the direct poll on instagram between antidote and 90210 but Antidote got eliminated pretty early in the bracket, whereas now 2-1-0 is in the championship and it's winning versus goosebumps. So I I just want to say wins last week as well. I'm just just throwing that out there. <laughs> I just want to say before you finish this up, I didn't want to have to bring out that point. It was always sitting there in the back of my mind, but for the sake of ending this, I had to. So SpongeBob is the winner. Yeah, you really pulled out some like chemical Real warfare there, but yeah, yeah. it was needed. <laughs> Yeah, it was needed. I, I just threw mustard gas on, on for the, an hour. Yeah, I just threw mustard gas on the battlefield. Yeah, that was great. I, I just dropped it. I just dropped the nuke on Hiroshima. You really did. I respect it. But shout out to SpongeBob. Let's get in the news. Uh, let's start off with the releases. As always, we got projects from the weekend: ESTG, Westside Boogie, Lil Keed, RIP, uh, Lil Pump. And DC the Don. Then we got singles from Russ, Black, Pierre Bourne, Lana Del Rey, Hit Boy and the Alchemist, Dochi and Kodak Black, Childish Gambino, Static Selecta, Bakar, uh, Deontay Hitchcock, and more. Pretty solid week. This is definitely one of the better ones of the year so far. Yeah, um, for sure, solid. Uh, the West Side Boogie it was it was like a little live album or like a live EP. I'd say there's only a few tracks on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed that and a little keyed as well. RIP. So um, it's about what I gave a listen to this week. Uh, there's some solid singles in here though, scattered throughout the, the weekend. What was that? The, what was that? The, you dropped the, the Starboy Deluxe. It was like, uh, okay. It's really an excuse for a project. Uh, it's songs that have been out. He just put onto a deluxe version. So it's like all in one place. The new cover art is fire. I'll give him some love on that, but it really just, I hate that. I hate that he's dropping the deluxe so many years later. Like, yeah. And it's songs that have been out. Like, if you're going to do a deluxe, just do a couple new songs at least. Like, I'm sure he's got some throwaways from that era. He could have just put out. Like, why not? Yeah. So we'll put an asterisk by his, by his name there. Definitely an asterisk by that. But they're calling it a project. They're calling it a new release. So, so had to give it a mention, yeah. but definitely an asterisk. Um, yeah. Solid week, though. Chaz getting me no comeback. Uh, he had his new show coming out on Amazon Prime, so he had a song for that. So uh, he's just a feature on it, but it was cool. So nice to have him back in the game. Uh, Hit Boy and Alchemist, also a great track. Just pretty solid week. Bakar also liked that track a lot. I think I saw something that's been out or it's been like a just not on streaming services song. So good track. I just hadn't heard it before. Um, solid week. And Black again with another good single. Excited for his album coming soon. Definitely. Um, that's one I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, there's just not much to look forward to at this point in my mm-hmm. life in music. So uh, that's one of the lone shining stars, which pretty unexpected there. But Yeah, that was pretty depressing. Um, more depressing news here. You're rolling loud boy through and through. We just got the news this week that rolling loud New York will not be happening. And it may be making a comeback sometime in the future, but they didn't put a date on it. What are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm not surprised just because how strict New York is with like their, with this times being cut and everything. And I mean, just this year alone, it was just a lot that was, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's on the artists that are showing up late. So 
I mean, yeah, not much to me. So they're very disappointing. Can't make it a third year in a row in New York, but I have I'll always have just phenomenal memories there. So fire. Yeah, definitely sounds like you have some great stories in there. I know you got the J. Cole in the rain. That's like iconic. Travis Scott, last, last Travis Scott concert, pretty much. So mm-hmm. a lot of good ones there. Tough. It won't be happening again, but I mean, I'm sure you'll be making an appearance of some other Rolling Loud here. Yeah, uh, we'll see that potentially. Yeah. So there's some other stuff in the works, so we'll see what happens. Okay, we'll see about that. Uh, Other news here, sticking with the live concert theme, Dragon 21 Savage, it's all a blur tour. Tickets went on sale this week. The prices here were crazy. Yeah, stupid expensive. Yeah, they're they're, they're stupid expensive. There's not much to be said past that, unfortunately. Yeah, I would have liked to go. Cash App was a partner in... Uh, the pre-sale tickets, if you use your cash app card, there was like a uh, pre-sale you could get access to. And in their tweet, they said tickets starting at $69. I didn't see those $69 tickets. I'll say that. And then even if I did, that doesn't include the Ticketmaster fees, which were crazy. I saw somebody post a screenshot and they got tickets. And I think the tickets were around uh, $500 each, which $500 for a ticket is crazy as it is. But then you have to add the Ticketmaster fees, which were like $210. So those tickets were like over $700, which is crazy because you could just get a ticket to OVO Fest or Dreamville Fest and go fly and see Drake somewhere else. But that tour is just one of the craziest priced ones I've seen ever, truly. Yeah, it's it's very reminiscent of like the Taylor Swift like mm-hmm. concert and tickets Beyonce, and everything. Both so. those have been going crazy. So yeah, disappointing stuff, but what can you do? Mm-hmm. Last news of the week, pretty slow week. Vinyl outsold CDs in the United States last year for the first time since 1987. I feel like we talked about some news similar to this yeah. at some point. Maybe it was just the highest vinyl sales since a specific year. But outselling CDs is pretty wild. I think it kind of makes sense. CDs have definitely not been too popular for a while now. I don't really know anybody that listens to CDs, whereas vinyl has definitely been uh, making a big comeback. So fire to see. Yeah, obviously, you know. Uh, yeah, W there. Uh, obviously, you know, I've contributed to a little bit of that. So, uh, I mean, just I hope they just keep producing like fire vinyls. Like, there's still ones that I want on vinyl that they haven't released yet, like older projects. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's always in the works there with the growing popularity of vinyls. So, I For think sure. that about wraps it up. Um, is there any final thoughts that, that you have today? Or anything no, I think this is a about? fun bracket to do. Excited to close March strong with the rapper Adlib bracket next week that one's gonna be fire for sure a lot of good ad libs in the game uh it'll be interesting to see you know which ones we like more than others i feel like it all depends about who you listen to style all that kind of stuff so definitely be a good one to get into um stay tuned to the instagram we've been posting these brackets all march so far so this one's no exception we'll be posting the nickelodeon tv shows bracket yeah we'll see what you guys think i think we have a pretty diverse audience age-wise and so this could be could be an interesting matchup could go a little bit different than ours excited either way whatever happens i mean i just like seeing what you guys think definitely it's just good to get a gauge of the audience see where you are your guys' heads are at as well so uh stay tuned for that bracket but i think that's it for this week guys yep we'll be back next monday we'll see you guys have a great week peace peace